All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Shakita's Moments of Truth. I want to thank you so much for coming back to listen to my podcast. Um, it is truly a blessing here. And so let's just get started. So today we're going to continue on with our parenting series. And I want to touch on birth to age one. Birth to age one. The things people just do not tell us when we have kids. Okay, so to start off, let's start, you know, baby is born, you're out of the hospital, and you're driving home to begin your life as a new parent, right? Let me tell you, when you get home, you're going to be clueless. <laughs> I'm going to just put that out there because when you're in the hospital, and if you were like myself who um, had to endure two C-sections, I was actually in the hospital for three to four days each of my pregnancies. So in that time, you had staff coming in and they were checking on you and they were walking you through and they were helping and they were able to keep you on the schedule. And so it was very, very weird for me and very, very difficult for me and my husband actually when we actually had to go home you know because like okay this is the real deal okay so you get home and it's like okay so now what now one thing I can definitely tell you that is you know very important for you especially moms to pay attention to is your mood Um, there is a thing called postpartum depression that is very real some people may feel that it's not but it is very real and so what postpartum depression is it's actually it's a form of depression that happens after you have the baby you know it can affect bonding with your baby it can affect like you will really feel like oh my god I'm not set up for this I'm not going to be a good mother I can't take care of my baby and so what happens your baby begins to feed off of that energy and so the baby may cry more and you will probably feel like you don't know what to do Now, postpartum depression is very scary because unfortunately there have been some children that have lost their lives um, due to postpartum depression uh, because moms just didn't know. You know, and again, it's not something which I would really, really hope that at some point, um, even though it's 2018, but at some point I really feel that when you're in the hospital before you leave, every woman should be screened for postpartum. That's one thing at least I haven't experienced. I don't know um, if any other ladies across the country have experienced this, but I have not experienced not one screening to determine if I was mentally okay when it was time for me to be discharged with my child. And I feel that that small screening, that one thing, you know, that the doctors can do can really help save lives and really help mothers as they transition into motherhood. You know, fathers don't have to go through this because they're not carrying a child. They didn't already have this hormonal shift that occurred uh, within their body. So they don't really know what to expect. They don't know how to help. You know, the mother, you know, for them, they may feel like, oh, I thought when she had the baby, the hormones would just go away. You know, the, or the hormones will go back to normal, which let me explain that to you as well. Don't think that you're as soon as the baby is out. Oh, my hormones are good and I'm great. It takes a couple of weeks to a couple of months before you get back stable to where you your norm is. Okay, so you may be really sad afterwards. You may be really angry afterwards. So again, that's why postpartum depression, you know, is real and it can form, you know, at that point. You know, I I have some individuals in my life personally who did suffer from postpartum depression. 
and it's a very sad thing so that's something unfortunately they don't share with you when you're leaving the hospital um another thing um that's big and that they don't they're not going to talk to you about when you leave the hospital or while you're there is um you know kind of creating a routine for your child but not a strict routine um at least in my opinion you know i do know some people who were so rigid in their routine with the baby and it got to the point where the new baby literally dictated their entire lives you know but the baby is coming home and the baby should actually incorporate into your your life you know your baby should be able to fall asleep wherever they want to like their babies they don't have to walk they don't have to worry about trying to stay awake to drive you know so they have the ability to fall asleep at their leisure you know, so if you create um, a type of rigid routine where they would only fall asleep in their bed or they will only fall asleep if they listen to a certain sound or if it's completely quiet, you know, or if they have a certain bear or a certain, you know, object uh, to help them fall asleep. If, they cre if you create that at the beginning, it is going to be very difficult to break that, you know, long down the line. You know, and I'm going to be honest, I tell people all the time when they ask, you know, what's um, an advice I can give to new parents. I always say, don't start something you can't finish. Don't start a routine and don't start a habit that one day you might not feel like doing it that day. You know, um, I'm big on like bath time. I don't use toys in the bathroom with my kids because I wanted to focus on we're washing out selves we're washing our bodies and we're getting out you know it's not playtime you know because I don't want to you know when my child is like kicking and screaming every time it's time to get out of the tub or they're so focused on the toys and they're not bathing and it's just you know again it, it just causes unwanted um behaviors in the home that I really would choose not to deal with you know so I don't incorporate toys in the bath you know let's let's get clean let's get out you know but again each to each his own you know but I could just show you some things where if you're trying to not create some habits that can really form very quickly you know you could take heed you know but it's you know it's again it's all my opinion you know based on my experience now um, another thing I can definitely tell you that you know you may not expect um, when you bring your baby home is your relationship with your partner it may not be the same once the baby comes because life is changing drastically for everyone that's involved if you already have small children and you are a small child and now it's a they have this baby sibling Yes, in the real world, we would love the, the older sister or brother to be super excited when the baby comes home. But sometimes, <laughs> really about 90% of the time, that child is like, okay, I don't really like this other person that's coming in and taking my time, that's taking my mommy, that's taking my daddy away, and also taking my attention away. You know, because if they were, you know, an only child for a while, or even just a couple of years, now they have to share that attention. And so lives are going to be shifting everywhere so relationships that you once knew will be a little bit different so you're going to have to work really hard to try to create some stability and some balance in your relationship with other people in your home 
Okay, um, with my son, my son is nine. Um, when we had our daughter, he was eight. And so what I did and my husband did during the pregnancy is we, you know, made sure that we talk with him to prepare him as much as we could. You know, we make sure that we incorporate that, you know, mommy and son time and daddy and son time versus the entire family all the time. You know, because, you know, again, it once they did have it at one point where it was just you and him or him and dad or her and dad that was spending time together alone, you know, so you want to show them that you, you do still care, you know, about them and their interests and what they want to do versus now everything is about the baby because they will feel as such, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know that, you know, it's not, it's not going to be perfect where everything's going to be great. And, oh, I understand mommy that you can't do this now because the baby is here. Or I understand that I do have a sleep time, but the baby may not be ready to fall asleep or they're crying. And so they have to stay awake. You know, they're not going to understand that they are going to question it, you know? And so that's something where it's kind of like, okay, I wasn't ready for this. You know, I didn't know that this was going to take place. So your relationships as you once knew will shift, but you know, just make sure that you make the effort to keep those things going especially spouses you know or partners you know date you know find that time to still have time for you versus everything just with you know the, the baby and, it, and again don't get me wrong you know once you have kids you know you want to devote your life to kid your kids but you still are in a relationship and if you allow your relationship to fall you know to the wayside you know so to speak you know that can create some some really really nasty uh, situations in your marriage or in your relationship with your significant other. Okay. Um, another, another area that, you know, I like to speak on where they don't necessarily tell you that this could happen or it can't, um, is spoiling. You know, a lot of people will say you can't spoil a child, you know, but I always say children are born manipulators. You know, they are born to, to, Ooh, if I do this, I'm going to get that. You know, if I do this, I'm going to get that. You know, it is okay to allow the baby to cry. It is okay if your baby cries that they have to wait just a second. Because if you, you know, immediately reinforce, then you're going to be running. Oh, the baby's crying. Oh, I got to run and jump. But it's okay. Let them know mommy's coming. You know, daddy's coming. Give me one second. You know, and talk to them even when they're young. Though you may think they don't understand, they're going to learn to understand. The same way that they train you to understand how they communicate they will understand how you communicate as well you know and so as time goes on then your child will understand we have to wait a second you can't get that right now you know but if it's always a right now factor if it's always a right now thing then that causes unwanted tantrums in the future you know but you know a lot of people say you know you can't hold the baby enough you can't spoil them you can um it, you know, you can, let's just put it that way. And so just be mindful. You know, I, you know, I know for myself, that was the hardest, the hardest part was, you know, when I was home, you know, with my children and, you know, wanted to during feeding time and nap time and I want to cuddle with them, but I would just do a rotation where, you know, maybe the first nap of the day, you know, I will hold them and, you know, love on them. But the second nap of the day, I will make sure that they were in their space. You know, I would make sure that they were in their crib or in the their pack and play or the bassinet, you know, at that time so that they can have, you know, that, that moment to themselves. You know, I don't want them to get used to always having to be in my arms to sleep because then that creates a problem because when mommy wants to take a shower, but 
I can't put the baby down and that becomes that that creates just unnecessary stress you know on you it, it creates unnecessary burdens and you're like you're stressed out and like oh my god I haven't changed clothes in days you know you what you're gonna feel that way too because it's new but if you teach the baby you know to lay down you know and, and lay in their own space you know while they take a nap that allows you to either nap at the same time or also take care of you know yourself you know do your self-care which is very important during this time when you have a new baby um which leads me into my next topic of self-care you know they there isn't any talk about incorporating self-care into your routine as a new parent you know getting your hair done you know going out and and getting your your feet done and your nails and you know having that time where you can just go hang out though trust me you will go through that separation anxiety um because all of us have gone through that um i know many a days when i left my my son especially my firstborn for the first time i just cry like a baby you know because it was so difficult you know but understand that it's healthy you know and it's okay um i am blessed now that i don't have to go, you know go into the office every day and work how i did before so so my children now have more time with me um but separation anxiety you know is definitely real but self-care is so needed um try to plan a schedule where you actually do things for yourself try to create a moment where you know that okay once a month I'm going to do this for myself or I'm going to do this with my spouse or, you know, whatever, but just doing something where it doesn't include you being a parent at that moment, you know, finding someone that you trust, you know, with your baby, preferably just, you know, grandparents, you know, at the young age, um, but preferring, you know, finding someone that you can trust and that you could just go out for a few hours, not saying like nightlife out, but just really self-care exercising. You know, getting yourself, you know, where you feel good. Because when you feel good, then you can also take care of your baby. If you're not good, then your baby's not good. If you're not, if you don't feel good internally, then you're not going to be able to give your child what you need. Okay. Um, for um, new moms, I can tell you, especially if you're breastfeeding, <laughs> which this round of my second child, I was able to successfully breastfeed. I'm so excited. Um, but one thing about breastfeeding that I did not know is that when you breastfeed, you're, you release a hormone that is relaxing to the baby. But not only is it relaxing to the baby, but it's also relaxing to the mom. So you will fall asleep. I know it was many a days that I'll be breastfeeding my daughter and I will crash. I couldn't keep my eyes open, you know, and I asked my good friend who was, you know, who definitely breastfed both of her children. And she said, yeah, you know, there is a hormone that's released that causes that, you know, so I didn't know that the lactation specialist didn't share that with me while I was in the hospital. And I, I just thought it was just normal. I just was tired, you know, from at the childbirth. But in all actuality, it was because. The, of this hormone so you know uh, with breastfeeding you will get tired you will leak when your baby cries your your boobs will feel really weird and then next thing you know you have um milk stains everywhere so definitely invest in some breast pads i had the disposable breast pads because it i'm sorry not the disposable the reusable breast pads because it was a lot um easier for me because i was going through the disposable like crazy i was going through the boxes you know very quick so i got the reusable and they worked really well um for me but you definitely want to get those you know on hand and have those throughout your first year for sure um also 
during the first year of pregnancy or first year of being a parent, sorry, um, you definitely want to make sure that, you know, as far as the, your child, um, talking with them, you know, having conversations with them, exposing them to learning, um, things, learning videos, learning songs, you know, even when they're young, because they're, their head, their brains are sponges and they are taking that information in and you want to start them early. Okay. Um, that's it for now for birth to one. Um, next series, we're going to discuss <laughs> the subject that I am not great on is potty training, which, you know, from the ages of one or two. So we'll talk to about one and two and, you know, just different things to expect as well. I'm in that phase currently right now with my daughter. And let me tell you something. It is fun. It is exciting. It is adventurous. You know, she keeps me on my toes. So I look forward to sharing that information with all of you. And again, thank you so much for tuning in. Please, please, if you haven't already done so, please share my links to the podcast because I'm looking for more listeners and I will really, really appreciate it. Thank you all so much for listening.